thanks thanks for having me awesome to be here a-okay instantly we were actually already connected up because we had a good mutual friend of both of ours uh, mr mike mullen so we'll start off by saying hi mike thanks for the introduction we were going to connect up anyway and it's just been expedited even even more so with the current situation so uh, big ups to yeah. mike and um we, we won't talk too much shit about him on air but he's a, he's a trusted source from both sides it feels he is a legend. He is a legend. Nah, you, yeah. You, you, <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> he, he is. Um, okay, so for those who don't know um, you, your business, what you're about, what the whole thing is, um, considering all things Corona and COVID and specifically the fact that you're in startup Queenstown and what's happened with Queenstown with tourism, it should be pretty, pretty straightforward, but feel free to give a quick little insight to um, who you are and what you do. Yeah, sure. So, um, so my name's Olivia Wensley. I'm the current CEO of Startup Queenstown Lakes. So, this is about week seven, I think, for me. So, I'm relatively new to the job, and what a time to start! It, yeah, it's been quite a crazy few weeks. So, um, as as we know, I mean, the whole country's been really affected by coronavirus, but particularly Queenstown is gonna. It has been hit, and it's gonna be pretty devastating. So it's a really interesting time to look at solutions and how we can create more jobs locally and get Queenstown kicking again. Tourism is at zero right now. Um, New yes. Zealand has got a pretty amazing, it's a, it's stuffed for the, for this exact second. But if you look at the macro level around the world, New Zealand arguably could be, you know, the first potential country to be covid free could be the first country back open for business for a bunch of global sort of businesses with maybe with your insight because obviously you you you've been in this space before before corona and covid and maybe we'll start here why why queenstown why Queenstown? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I um, before I moved here, I was living in Singapore. So my background, I used to be a lawyer. Please don't hold that against me. <laughs> it depends if you get me out of trouble or get me in trouble. <laughs> I used to be I used to do defense actually. So <laughs> Okay, yeah, my yeah, time, my yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I was living over there and there's obviously a good expat community over there. So I used to hang out with Kiwis and it was actually a Waitangi Day barbecue where I met my future hubby. And so he is from down here originally. He's from Invercargill originally. So he convinced me to move back to Queenstown. Now, I had never been to Queenstown. I'm like, lots of Kiwis, I was really shit at being a tourist in my own country. So we came here and it was just amazing. I was blown away. So I said, yep. Goodbye, corporate life. Hello, Queenstown. And I haven't looked back. It's not a bad start. Does your husband roll his R's like crazy? He does. He does. <laughs> I get him to say 30 dirty purple work shirts. <laughs> oh, it's so yeah. good. Um, now, so good. It's pretty interesting. Obviously, you know, I, I lived down down south for, for a decade or so doing the, the, the Queenstown snowboard thing. And um, yes. when, you know, when we got broadband, when it first started up and, you know, five six and then send the momentum of of different other tech entrepreneurs or stuff that were sort of setting up little uh, communities started to band together outside of tourism that were based based around tech for those that aren't aware of i guess the potentially the tech activity or the community give a quick like 101 macro view of of who's bubbling around and what's the uh, kind of ecosystem actually like existing already that's been bubbling along yeah, sure, sure. So it's interesting. So when I moved here about eight years ago, there wasn't much, but there were some interesting people in town. And so when I first moved here, I joined a project called Gigatown. 
And um, what it was was a competition for South Island towns to be the first to get ultra-fast broadband in the country. So that was really cool. So I, I did that, and I was on a team with some really interesting people. Like one of them, he used to work for NASA, but he lives in Queenstown. He's a Kiwi. And, um, yeah, so just there's some really, really cool people in town. So that was a great way to sort of learn about the tech scene and get into it. So, um, yeah, so that was the start. And we used to have some really great conversations about Queenstown being um, sort of a really a, a place because it's so unique and the lifestyle is parallel to none. Um, we thought it would be a really great place to start a tech community, like really start attracting people here, uh, especially um, – yeah, with, with internet, it's very reliant on having high-speed internet. So that was sort of the vision. If we could get the gigabit-speed internet, then we could attract lots of people to town that could that um, yeah, to to because it's because it's amazing. So that that was the vision, and so that was eight years ago. So since then, um, we've seen some interesting companies start forming. We've had some. We've got a few SaaS companies in town. We've got some great startups going. Um, so two well, eighteen months ago. It was recognised by the council that there's a problem in Queenstown with a lack of diversity. So they think that um, up to 80% of the population is reliant on tourism for their jobs. So that's a big problem. So it's been, it was identified by the local council that encouraging um, tech, so it's kind of a knock-on from what happened with Gigatown, with Queenstown and Wanaka. Uh, there are some initiatives going and then uh, a trust got set up basically to to really foster our tech scene and to get it growing. So so that's my job now. So I took over from the previous CEO um, who did it for the first year. So now we're in year two and it's my job to just really work on promoting Queenstown as an awesome place to live because it is and to really foster and grow our community. Yeah, what, one of the uh... – the is it what's the co-working space sort of environment down there obviously i know one or two there's one uh wanaka what's the what's the buzz like there there's what, what are the spaces like how's the how's the setup yeah well that's that's the thing is that in the last couple of years the co-working spaces ha have been taking off so the most recent one is this really cool one called the mountain club um, it's just at Remarkables Park, and um, yeah, sorry, Five Mile, um, and it's awesome. It's just amazing. So there's these facilities that are coming together now that are proper communities, and I think that that's really going to foster getting people in um, to live here and work here. So yeah, the um, as soon as you can kind of get that physical space, it gets human connection at a localized one-to-one -one kind of depth connection because they can have beers and coffees and hang out and sort of see each other and it sort of brings the, the idea spaces all together. How has the corona hits? What's the yep. vibe actually been like just in general in Queenstown over this last month? Like what's the – I'm imagining there's probably no tourists left. It's probably just mm -hmm. the locals in their own bubbles. Yep. All the tourism spots have kind of closed. Like what's the – What's the vibe like? Give me just the 101 of, of how it's, it's actually been. It's crazy. It's actually like eerily quiet. So we live on the lake and um, it's just so quiet. There's no jet boats racing past. There's no helicopters, no planes flying over. So it's actually really bizarre how quiet it is. So as far as um, general feeling, I mean, it is one of despair. We've got good friends that have been hit hard, like couples that work exclusively in tourism and they don't know how they're going to pay their mortgage or if they have to leave town. So it's pretty hard. It's really, really hard actually. Um, but I'm trying to sort of keep a positive vibe out there with 
the opportunity because one of my favorite sayings is a quote by JFK and he said that the Chinese character for crisis has two symbols in it. One means danger, but the other one means opportunity. So he says, in a crisis, be careful of the danger, but look for the opportunity. And I think that this is actually really exciting time for Queenstown to rebuild itself in a more sustainable way so that we stop going through these boom and bust cycles because they got hit extremely hard in the last recession. Property prices sliced mm. by half. It was just bloodshed. So we need to stop this cycle. Yeah. I mean, and obviously for years when I guess the government looks at Queenstown, it's like, ah, sweet, they're all good. Don't worry about it. Tourism, sweet. And now if that goes to zero, at least for the for the for the next short term, um, how they then sort of rebrand because you've got assets and talent. So at a macro looking at Queenstown, how what's the current thinking of, you know, for argument's sake, everyone's now got fast fiber, everyone's thing. How does how do you think Queenstown What's a strategy to make Queenstown this next potential? You know, I think you put an article around, um, was it the Silicon Valley for, for New, New Zealand? There's always been people thinking about Silicon Valleys of, of whatever. Talk, mm. talk me through that process, that, that vision of, of why Queenstown, why you, th why you think that could potentially pop. Yeah, well, the reason why I think that is that there's already people living here uh, that um, that are from that background. So, for example, um, I have friends that have like one of my best friends he built he's an engineer he was living in san francisco and he um he helped found a company called ifluence uh which is an i um vr technology and um it was bought by google so i had my friend so he was commuting from because he loves it here so much he still found it to be worth it to commute. So to work here remotely and go back to the Bay when he had to for business. And so there's a few people like that that work for these big, just, just a few doors down. I met a new guy just a few days ago and he's ex-Facebook and he's founded multiple companies in the Bay and he really wants to move home. Queenstown is home for him. He was, he was raised here. So it's about attracting those people, like making it viable for them, helping them get here and um, showing them that it is possible to be here and have a tech company um, because there are people making it happen already. How's the the community? Obviously, everyone's being sort of connected online. What's the communication and the, and the comms of between the community through this last sort of month like how's how's everyone's like connecting what are they talking about with what's the intimate what's sort of the, the vibe right now well yeah so i mean the vibe amongst the startup community is one of really seeing as as a chance to actually get some resources and get some focus on on building it so what i've been doing is working with the council closely the economic development team and i've also been um, working with creative hq um, to secure some funding from callahan and what we're going to do is we're creating an incubator and the working name is the recovery incubator but the whole idea is that we're using a startup view um, to like a startup approach to solving the council's problems and the and the problems here with unemployment. So how can we create jobs as quickly and efficiently as possible by taking the startup approach? So that's quite interesting. Yeah, the um, I know Stefan and, and and Vic and the crew from all the the Creative HQ and Callahan uh, vibes. The so just to be clear, the incubator itself is custom built to to create 
the solutions for the problems that the council's had th through this or is this it's a, to foster it's to foster it's to bring sort of together so what we're going to do is focus on sort of six really good ideas that can actually get good traction within three months nice. and that's, that's sort cool. of the main focus and the council's really supportive of that so yeah so that's that's what we're doing immediately and then with the longer term it's going to be more I, I i'm going to get a proper incubator going um, to, to just attract people that want to move to town to help them develop and just to, yeah, really get that community kicking. So, yeah, mm, cool. I had a really, I had a really good catch up the other day with, um, Naitahu and they're really keen to help out in the innovation space as well. So I, I we talked about, cause they've got some development ideas and I talked about sort of my, my big dream and that's to have an innovation hub. And what I'd love to see is, um, an actual physical, innovation hub um, surrounded by apartments and so apartments that people can come and stay for six months and it's just easy and it's like this epic community where people can come from the states come from australia spend six months spend a year just really enjoy the environment and everything that queenstown has to offer and wanaka as well so i mean we want to be attracting people to to the region as a whole and with the idea that people will come over here and fall in love with the place like my American friends have, um, like Australians have as well. I mean, they come over here. I've had some really interesting people move here recently from Sydney, like big tech um, backgrounds. And they've come to Queenstown because they've just fallen in love with the lifestyle. So, yeah, so mm. that's, that's my vision. That's what I really want to get happening. No, it's not. You're not too far off. The the reality of you know co-working comes first, but then co-living comes comes next, and be able to kind of mm, sync those two mm. together. Especially in, especially the the Australian piece, if they can open up the bubble between sort of the Anzac side before it will start. You know, local, regional, national, and then obviously international. Even just that first piece alone could be pretty interesting. The other one I was thinking That's about right. too is the the majority of um, people living in I guess Queenstown if they're in business or bits and pieces. You know, they're, they're not. Um, they usually have a bit of coin and the amount of sort of wealth that, that exists down there is quite interesting. I'm, I'm wondering even from a, you know, from an angel investment sort of side of things, like what's the, what's the vibe like with a Rolodex of a whole bunch of people that actually have capital together to potentially come into something to help fund or invest into a bunch of these things? Like, like, is that part of the, the play or how does that sort of, it is, it is interesting that you say that because actually the last, um, the last thing I did before lockdown is we had a launch party for, it's called the mainland angel investors. And so what it is, it's a collaboration between startup Queenstown lakes, um, Queen South, which is the Invercargill equivalent of us, and Startup Dunedin. And so what the idea is, is to, because you, you're right, there's some really interesting individuals here. People come here. We've got billionaires building bunkers here, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so it's, um, yeah, it's about tapping into that. And so, yeah, by creating an actual angel investors network. And there's also a lot of, there's a lot of people, a lot of wealthy Southland farmers who, who are interested in investing, don't know where to start. And um, so, yeah, so that's, that's my other job is getting that, the investment community thriving as well, just so, to keep that, yeah. No, totally. I mean, I'm imagining as well, there's a whole bunch of bigger corporates and stuff which are plugged in and into um, ownership and investments in the tourism side. Now they're probably sitting on a whole bunch of existing assets, which are getting underutilized. So if they're looking to diversify some of their risk as well from either Naitahu side or councils or whatever, mm, it's cool that they've mm. at least, I, I think a moment like this is very, like lots of other places around New Zealand, they uh, tourism is, is a big part, but 
there's probably no city that's as synonymous as, as Queenstown for tourism. So it's probably quite a great moment to really get a unity of purpose with between you know councils and go, and government and iwi and and just everyone all on the same page of like, hey, we need to diversify from just tourism. You know, that's that, right. That will come back and it will get bigger and tech can enable it. But you know, that that's probably maybe sped up. Have you found it sped up a lot more of the conversations to action now because they realise the importance of it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Queenstown's in hot water. We've literally got all our eggs in one basket. So it's great from my perspective that this is the momentum that we need to get Queenstown going in the direction that is going to serve it best in the long term. And I mean, for the environment as well, we can't just keep um, having more and more busloads of tourists arrive. Uh, it's just not sustainable. So I think that it's, it's best for everyone for protecting what's amazing about Queenstown. If we have, um, yeah, more of a tech community that can really attract money into the region, high-level jobs into the region, and, and get the town flourishing without having to just solely rely on pimping out its nat- natural resources. Mm. Is, that the, is that the sentiment from most that have been in it now that they're, they're actually seen there's more to, to life than just one lane? Is that the kind of overarching? Because I guess within tech to see out, that's a no-brainer for you. But for, for their, if their whole entire way of existence has been this one way, that's probably a big shift mentally mm. for them, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But, I mean, I, I, there's very few people who will argue against the idea. I guess the only pushback is that I've had is that from a social side, look at what's happened to San Francisco. But I mean, that's comparing apples with oranges really because New Zealand, will, it's, 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 it's different. I mean, the American medical system and everything is just so broken. So I don't see bad social implications for Queenstown um, if, if the tech sector starts thriving here. I just see it as a, as a really positive thing. Mm. What's your biggest... Um when they're talking about timeline locally for those in the tourism sort of sector, like what, how are they thinking this plays out over the next six, 12 months from those that you've talked to in the, in the, in the space? It's, there's still so much unknown. There's so much unknown. So, I mean, if we can get a, a, a bubble with Australia, that would be amazing because especially in winter, as you, you'll be aware, a huge amount of Aussies come. So that would really help with starting to rebuild uh, the tourism aspect there. So yeah, it's just, there's some pretty big calls being made at the moment. I mean, Naitahu's announced 300 jobs are cut and that the shot over jet's closed indefinitely. So that kind of thing is massive, massive. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be really interesting. But what I see happening is Queenstown, because there's a real problem with housing affordability here, and I see the housing market is going to correct because that's way overdue. There's a lot of people who have been using Airbnb, which has really slammed the, the the housing market. It's made rentals totally unaffordable because people are renting out for a much higher return. So, yeah, so I think Queenstown's going to become more affordable than ever. And so now I think it's a hotter time than ever to come down and start a life here um, for, for entrepreneurs. The other thing that's really interesting, and just talking to the people that are in my startup program, they think that they wouldn't still be around if they'd launched somewhere else, like Auckland, for example. So we've got this awesome uh, startup called First Table. So what they do is they offer 50% off for the first table in a restaurant. So the restaurant gets someone in early, they sit them in the window, so they attract people in. And the people, yeah, it's it's a really simple but amazing concept, and they're getting huge traction. So they said that um, they don't think that they'd still be around, 
um, if they'd launched in Auckland. And the interesting thing is, is because here, because Queenstown's a great size, it's really good for establishing, getting your MVP going and um, to, to sort of saturate the market really quickly so you can test something out in the waters. So it's a great testing ground for your idea before you launch it into into bigger markets. Mm. I mean, if you if you start it, if it's tested and it's a small, I mean, I'm not saying it's tourism tech or, or local e-com tech or whatever, whatever it is, small controlled thing. Everyone probably knows everyone. You probably get stuff rolling reasonably fast. Everyone's got kind of alignment of purpose with what they're trying to, trying to do. Yeah, it's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's another reason why it's a really cool place to come and launch something. So yeah, within within a short period of time, I mean, almost every restaurant in, t- in town is on it. So then once they captured Queenstown, it was a lot easier for them to roll out and scale. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah. What, what do you think the, what's your, what's your biggest fear out of this for maybe New Zealand? Let's go Queenstown, New Zealand, then the world. What are your three biggest yeah. fears? Yeah. So biggest fears, I mean, is just that like seeing friends and family affected and being crushed by this. It's really heartbreaking to see business owners getting so devastated by it because I I know what it's like to just put your heart and soul into something, your life earnings, everything. So that's, that's, that's what I fear. And on a, on a larger scale, I fear that things aren't going to be the same until a vaccination rolls out. So I mean, it's good. We could be looking at two years of this. So so that's that's um, a really difficult thing. But I mean, my overall view is like I'm I'm a really positive person, so I like to have a look. I like to focus on yeah. the positive side. And the positive side to this is that without fail, after every setback, after every recession, there's always a golden age afterwards. There's a boom. So I think that you're right what you said earlier about New Zealand being out of this sooner than the rest of the world. And it puts us in a really awesome position to actually set ourselves up for the boom, to be really well placed. So, yeah, so I see this as an opportunity to reset, to do things in a smarter way, to pivot. I've been hearing that word so much lately. I kind of hate it now, but <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> and um yeah, so so to do things to really set New Zealand up and Queenstown Lake specifically in a way that that they can do things in a smarter way. What's the single biggest thing you're most excited for when you look into what could be for New Zealand? Um, oh, that's that's a hard one. I guess the what I'm most excited about is to. Um, attract awesome people here so what i want to do is actually i've been i've been talking with the council about doing because at the moment we have a group called destination queenstown and it's totally focused on tourism so what i want to do is actually do a promotion of queenstown lakes and new zealand as a whole as an epic place to live and so to be attracting people to the community that um yeah that wouldn't otherwise have thought about it being possible but in a post-COVID world, there's, New Zealand has a huge appeal. It's, it's seen as a safe haven. Um, it's a great place to be when it's the end of the world. <laughs> That's why all the billionaires have their bunkers in Queensland. <laughs> so I think that New Zealand can actually use that to attract the best and the brightest. Because mm. these days now, what COVID has shown is that anyone can work, well, almost like if, if you do a job in front of a computer, you can do it at home. And a lot of companies sort of haven't 
realize that, but now they have because they've been forced to. So I think we're going to see a boom in remote working, uh, which is really exciting as well. Yeah, the the point around the, the Destination Queenstown thing, from their side, are they looking to expand out to, to tourism and tech? Yeah, so I mean, before this all happened, we actually put in an application to the um, Provincial Growth Fund to create yeah. an incubator for tourism tech, because mm. I think that because the Queenstown Lakes region is perfect, perfectly established to, to do this because we're, you know, adventure capital, there's everything here. If you're going to do a tourism tech app or a program, it's, it's perfect. So yeah, so that's what we're really focusing on. Um, yeah, so so that's to be determined to see whether whether that is the right approach now in a post-COVID world. My gut feels that yes, but I also want to expand it to just anyone who wants to live and work here. I mean, where else can you be that like 20 minutes you can be up the mountain hitting the slopes and yeah, lots of locals here, they have um, first tracks passes. So you just get up and you'll, you'll know first tracks and you can get up and just eight o'clock in the morning, go smash out a few runs and then go and, and just go about your normal day. So it's just, it's incredible. So I think people are seeing that work-life balance as well is more important than ever. And there's a lot of people that are moving here that want to escape the rat race. A lot of expats in London and stuff are reaching out to me saying, I want to move back. How do I do it? So, yeah, I think that this is really going to, this whole thing's going to attract talented Kiwis home. And I think this could be a really exciting sort of rena renaissance period for New Zealand to, to get. Yeah, it, it could be. It could be. Well, that magnet, that magnet piece for those that want to come home for it to be able to, you know, to be able to do that for, you know, shred a few laps, go into work. And if you're working remotely or if you're, you know, different time zones, bits and pieces, it, it definitely makes sense. Um, if, yes. people are, if people are wanting to find out more about what you're doing or where can they go to, what can they do to sort of um, plug in and, and go from here if they're in, interested in Queenstown tech, all the bits and pieces? Yeah, so just reach out to me. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, our website is startupqueenstownlakes.com. So, yeah, so definitely reach out and um, join the community. If, if, if you're thinking about moving to Queenstown, we can definitely provide support. Um, yeah, so. Mega. Appreciate your time, Olivia. It's um, awesome cool. to see someone in the mix in the Southern Lakes getting the tech stuff rolling. It's I'm a, a big fan of, of both tech and, and, and that area. So um, totally really appreciate, appreciate your time and um, best of luck with it all. I hope it goes, goes swimmingly. Thank you. And next time we catch up, hopefully it'll be on the slope. Deal. <laughs> See you soon. Cheers, Olivia. See ya. Bye. Catch ya. Bye. Bye. Olivia Wensley from Startup Queenstown Lakes. Um, very, oh, in the tourism tech thing, 100%. I think the government is going to have to really look at what to do with Queenstown. There needs to be some approaches. There needs to be some bigger thinking. And clearly, obviously, councils and obviously, if you know, Natahu's getting involved, they've got the shot over Jed and a bunch of different other tourism assets. Um, there's going to be lots of different ways to think about what the, this next sort of um, wave of the world can look like and to, you know, to diversify where a bunch of that cash is sort of sitting. So it definitely makes sense. And to pivot it the right way will make a big difference to a whole lot more. Um, Hope you enjoyed that one. Have a good rest of the day, team. Uh, stay safe, stay smiling, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.